Hello and welcome to Axlander, a podcast about and for all of you who have left their home to find a new one abroad. You can find Axlander newly on all available podcast platforms. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can click and follow Axlander on the go. Exlander is back. Summer's been nice. We've been hold for a while, but we're coming back with many interesting guests. And the first one today is Hana, or as we like to call in Czech, Hanka. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Eva. Uh, thanks for having me. First of all, I would like to thank you for having me in your podcast, in your great podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm fine, quite fine. You know, the kids are back to school, so I'm quite happy at home and uh, recording your podcast. So yeah, nice. But lovely that we finally found the date because it's yeah. been quite busy. Um, to give you um, a bit of an overview or introduction about Hanka, I mean, she uh, is a stay-at-home mom with three kids, which means that you definitely need <laughs> time management and definitely need some kind of organization. And I think your calendar is full. So I'm very, very glad that you found a spot in your calendar and that we can record. Good. Um, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction? Where are you now and where do you come from? Over to you. <laughs> So, uh, my name is Hanka and um, I'm from the Czech Republic uh, and uh, close to Uherské hradiště or in, in between Uherské hradiště and Zlín. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, now it's uh, been yeah, a couple of years, almost seven years, I've been living uh, with my family near Bern in Switzerland. So, mm -hmm. what brought you to Switzerland then? So, uh, you want a short story or long story? <laughs> I want the story you have. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it was my husband's job. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, in 2014, uh, he was working in Prague for, uh, for one company, and uh, he had a great boss. Uh, uh, they kind of made friends together, and it was not a boss, not a manager, kind of leader. You know, those, those people are leaders. And this uh, this man, uh, he was a real expat. You know, he was. Uh, moving within the company every two years, a new country, and at that time he was staying in Prague. But uh, he decided to leave the company and uh, move uh, to Switzerland, uh, quite uh, back to his roots. And uh, it was, uh, I think, in March 2014. And uh, after a couple of months, uh, he called my husband and uh, told him, hey, uh, possibly I would have a job for you. Uh, I'm uh, organizing my new team and uh, I would like to have a person like you with your skills and your background, professional background. So would you like to try and apply for this position? <laughs> and yeah, m my husband said, okay, why not? And so he started uh, to uh, search all the infos about Switzerland, about moving to Switzerland and so on. And then uh, he went for this interview and he, uh, yeah, he, he got his job. <laughs> so it that's was, how you uh, ended up here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was quite quick, I would say, because this interview was in, in the middle of August uh, 2014. And he began uh, on the 1st of October. So okay. it was pretty quick. And then uh, he was here and we moved here uh, one month later. So we have to, uh, I had to arrange all the things in Prague, you know, uh, kids, uh, kindergarten and, you know, moving company and, and so on and so on. So I stayed uh, a month uh, in Prague alone with two kids and then moved here near to Bern. Bern. So it was our story. 
I think it's a very interesting story. And uh, since for many listeners, this this has been a topic that um, uh, many of them have asked for, you know, to have a bit of a more insight in all the possible sort of expats. And Maybe I, I would like to say that um, my husband is not an expat. You know, uh, his former boss, he got a job here in the Swiss company. Mm. And my husband has a kind of normal contract, uh, yeah, yeah. like other Swiss people uh, have. Uh, we don't have any international schools for our mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. We uh, don't uh, have uh, uh, our rent paid for the comp- from the company. Uh, we have re- uh, normal life. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, say. yeah, sure. But the only thing, uh, it was quite a nice bonus from the company, was a kind of mobility package. You know, we got mm-hmm. some money uh, to pay the moving company, to buy a uh, few uh, things here. Uh, from the apartment and so on. So it was a quite nice bonus. So, so like a relocation. Mm-hmm. Relocation package, yeah. Package. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I think it's 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 definitely like, uh, I think that that's the problem about defining who is and who isn't an expat. And it's such a broad term. And I think it actually does make you an expat in a, in, a, in a way because you don't come from Switzerland, both you and your husband are Czech. So you he got a job here and you sort of followed. And so you kind of fall into the category of being the expat, let's say, wife. Yet there are lots of other people in your situation who have a different lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like when we think about the expat wife in Singapore with all the housemaids and the drivers (laughs) and all that. So I think it's, it's, I, I just wanted to focus on all the, the the broad variety of why people move, how people settle for different reasons. And um, you are an example of what I find extremely interesting and also sometimes very brave because I don't think that everybody is ready to give up everything back home and leave and yeah. move uh, for the I family. Our, our decision was uh, quite easy because uh, I wasn't active in my career in the time I was mm-hmm. at home with our second child. So mm-hmm. it was uh, easier, let's say, and our two boys were uh, too young, too, too little to realize this, this step. You know, they, mm-hmm. are, they were all the time with us. So mm-hmm. being with us in the Czech Republic or uh, here in Switzerland, it uh, was no difference from the, mm-hmm. uh, for them. So it was, um, it was easier to decide uh, whether to move or not. For us, mm. it was mm. easier in, in this moment because I wasn't active. And so, for you, um, when you came here, uh, did you have some kind of culture shock, or uh, <laughs> what? What surprised you? Oh, <laughs> it is long. What were, you know, when you think about the first few years, of course, you've got your everyday life and two kids at home, and and life is busy. Yet, you know, you are at a you different know, place. So, yeah. I have to say, uh, I've been to Switzerland once for holiday uh, with my friends. It was like two, 2012 or so. So uh, I, I knew the country from a few days, you know, mm-hmm. traveling. And so uh, I could see all the price tags <laughs> yeah. say, everywhere. So uh, I, I wasn't uh, so shocked when we moved here, uh, seeing all the price tags uh, for uh, meat and, uh, <laughs> you know, all, everything, all basically everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, first of all, of course, it, it was a kind of shock. Uh, I mean, we come uh, 
uh, from the Czech Republic and um, not from rich families, let's say. Uh, both our families were kind of frugal. They're, you know, they are not used to spend uh, money on, you know, all the stuff they want to buy. You know, they are used to uh, uh, save money and, and so on. And then to see the, and for example, then uh, go to the hairdressers, you know, and then uh, have, and when I had to pay 200 francs for a hairdresser, my short hair, it was like, oh my God, it's six times, uh, six times more expensive, like in, back in the Czech Republic. And oh my God, and one has to really uh, stop and say, you don't, um, don't have to convert in the Czech crowns. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the way to hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when you lose your wits and uh, yeah, they, 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 yeah. So uh, one has to stop doing this because it it, it drives you crazy. Absolutely, the mm. price tags for uh, I mean uh, this this stuff. So mm. and you d- uh, d- don't have to tell your parents. <laughs> you <know>? Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, it was. It's not only for Czech people, I would say. There are lots of Germans, lots of Spanish, lots of French. And maybe the second uh, culture shock was a uh, uh, school system or kindergarten system. You know, uh, our uh, oldest son uh, was at the time in t- uh, 2014 in the Czech kindergarten, uh, already two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the kindergarten system is quite different. You can uh, bring your child at... Uh, uh, seven o'clock and pick him up at five o'clock let, let's say mm-hmm. and uh, you can uh, go to work and but uh, here's not possible you know with all the lunch breaks and the kindergarten starts at uh, half nine uh, and then you have a lunch break there are some uh, free days and yeah that's uh, quite complicated so uh, it was uh, also my decision why I we, de- why decide, we decided uh, that I stayed at home with our mm-hmm. kids Mm-hmm. It wasn't possible the way it was before uh, when I, uh, for example, was able to work uh, having my son in kindergarten or uh, daycare. And yeah, here is not possible. So. Yeah, that's what we um, what we do get to hear from lots of Swiss people um, claiming that it is not exactly family friendly. Mm-hmm. On one hand, the school system is really good. On the other hand, one of the parents, and it's usually the mother, would decide to either work part time. But even working part time is hard on you when you yeah, and I would have and to all those I, activities. I would, uh, I, I would have to give all the money to daycare, you know, exactly, <laughs> because you've got to pay. So, yeah. um, so then then it makes sense that one of the parents sort of pulls back and stays at home. So you've been at home ever since, right? That you mm-hmm. you know since since the day Seven they won that you that yeah. you came here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how are you? How, how how are you enjoying it? I mean, how is it for you? I mean, you've yeah. got three kids. How old are they? Uh, they are twelve, nine, and almost six here. Oh, here. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, everything uh, has its ups and downs. <laughs> you know, mm. in life or in a stay stay at home mom's life, it's uh, all this. So sometimes I'm enjoying this time because, you know, I uh, in two days uh, I can go with my daughter uh, with its kinder, uh, her kindergarten class uh, to the forest, you know, to enjoy the day uh, outdoors. So it's nice that I have actually have time for this and I can mm-hmm. be with her and I can follow her. And uh, I have uh, lots of time uh, to organize and manage everything within the family. But uh, yes, yeah, sometimes there are days that I miss uh, team you know working in a team and uh, to be able to chat with someone over coffee uh, during the break and yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's really 
kind of uh, low, lonely business <laughs> being a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. What is your background? What was your profession? I mean, when you uh, were then yeah, back... Uh, I studied economics in Prague and then uh, I was working in the HR department in a, one of the biggest Czech banks. So mm-hmm. uh, I was a, a, a part of a HR consultants uh, helping managers to hire staff and, uh, you know, to be all the time in, in, in touch with people within the bank, you know, the interviews, uh, incoming interviews, outcoming interviews, career interviews and uh, pl- staff planning, uh, talent management and all the, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, for me uh, quite a nice job. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And here, yeah, um, I would like to do this job again, but it's not possible right now. So mm-hmm. I, and I miss it. Sometimes there are days I really, I really miss it. And I, I'm, to, I'm really trying to um, stay in touch uh, with this, uh, uh, with this profession and, you mm-hmm. know, to follow some online courses or uh, follow all these uh, HR people who are, uh, for example, active on LinkedIn and, and so on. So uh, listen to podcasts and everything. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm really trying to uh, keep in touch. With this so branch. you would like to go back one day? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And have you checked the, the 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 job market here? And what are these some of some of the some of the challenges that you might have? Uh, yeah, uh, I would say the, the main challenge is the language, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I, I can say I can speak uh, high high German pretty well now. Uh, mm-hmm. But sometimes the the obstacle is the di- local dialect, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And and then uh, there's a different law, you know. I, the maybe the biggest obstacle is that I would have to study the Swiss law. Study again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, leading or uh, the interview on and something like this. I think it's similar everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Czech Republic or in Switzerland. You know, so, have you? I mean, are you in some kind of a community? Uh, have you got in touch with the Swiss community? Because usually, people who tend to come from one country and the couple is sort of it has the same language and the same culture. Usually, they tend to stick together. And mm-hmm. I know that this is not really the case with us Czechs, right? Like the Czech communities um, abroad uh, in general don't really stick together. Um, There's perhaps a reason for that. I don't know. Uh, Maybe we're just not as, um, you know, we just don't need that touch and that contact as uh, other communities do. Um, Have you been able to somehow integrate into the Swiss life and uh, your sort of Swiss surroundings because you're also uh, at a place that is quite rural, right? You're not in yeah. Zurich or Geneva <laughs> or, on, or like these urban sort of hubs. Um, yeah, we live in the village. How has that been for you? Are you, yeah. are you a part of that community now of the stay-at-home moms, that sort of lifestyle? Uh, I'm really glad that I can say that I'm part of the community now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when we came here, uh, I, I told myself I, I want to integrate as soon as possible you know I, I want to know this the culture the, the place I'm living at you know all, all, all the things so it was my goal uh, it wasn't easy at the beginning <laughs> really uh, I didn't speak the language so it mm. was really really difficult but uh, I have to say it's much easier with the kids when mm-hmm. when you have kids and you have to uh, go to kindergarten or the playground and then uh, it's better and better and uh, the main step uh, for us uh, was uh, when our kids started to play ice hockey mm-hmm. so uh, as a group of parents we will uh, we were able to meet before corona <laughs> we were mm-hmm. able to meet uh, on the hockey games and trainings uh, and so on and one uh, could start uh, slowly <laughs> but uh, continually to chat to Swiss people and get to know them more. And now 
I'm glad that I have some uh, friends here uh, with Swiss people, and it's pretty nice. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, this weekend uh, we are invited to a um, birthday celebration of one of my friends. So I can see this as a big step uh, for us that we have been mm-hmm. invited to a Swiss uh, people party. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, okay. Really pleasing, you know that they have they have taken us. You know this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean you're always the foreigner, right? Like you're always mm-hmm. be the one who is the outsider. The <laughs> yes, it's nice to be included. I would yeah. say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they they, they have uh, accepted us the, the way yeah. we live, and um, yeah, it, it's pretty pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This this feeling is really what I've been. Uh, looking for <laughs> yeah well it makes sense i mean if you already you know if you already move abroad which is a big step it's not for everybody if you already give up your your job life and your career perhaps uh, it's also not for everybody it's a big step so then it's only natural that you want to build yourself a kind of community because you're not you know you're not a soul that w- wants to sit at home and um, yeah, live exactly. in silence probably yeah. so and uh, uh, like i said uh, meeting czech people it's sometimes uh, different since i i know that uh, i can i often say this that uh, in every swiss village there is a czech family <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it might be but you just don't know about them because they just you know they're just so well integrated i would say maybe yeah <laughs> well i've discovered um a, a, a Czech family with a with a child, thanks to my daughter and and the playground, and they've been here for like fifteen years, you know, like just like two blocks away, and uh, I've been here for, for eleven. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how do I not know that? But um, yeah, it, it, that maybe shows something about um, I would say our mentality as well that there is not such a big need for this community life. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you are quite active in the Czech community, if we want to call it the one that is um, uh, connected to the embassy, right? Mm-hmm. So can you talk a bit about that? What you do in, in free time? In yeah, in your free time, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to organize everything. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I'm quite a part of the Czech community. I'm a co-founder of the uh, first uh, Czech school in Bern. Mm-hmm. So um, we were founded uh, in 2020 uh, in Bern, but it's not connected to the embassy. One of our okay. members uh, works at the embassy, but it has nothing to do with, with the okay. embassy. It's mm-hmm. really uh, our own activity. But we are in, you know, we know that we are somehow supported, or mentally supported mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, by the people at the embassy, but uh, it's our own project, little project. So uh, we have started with this uh, Czech school for, uh, because there are few Czech schools in Zurich, um, Basel, Luzern, uh, Geneva, but nothing in Bern, you know, and mm-hmm. Bern is the capital of Switzerland yeah, and there's yeah. the embassy and lots of Czech people around, but there was no uh, Czech school for uh, Czech, Czech kids. So uh, we've decided to uh, found such a place for them. So uh, today, exactly today, we are starting a new brand new school year for this uh, kids. We, and uh, I think it's a great great challenge uh, for all of us <laughs> and there's something new to, to create and give them a chance to learn Czech language so mm-hmm. yeah it was uh, one activity and the other activities are really connected with my my blog mm-hmm. right so <laughs> we're gonna talk about that uh, now because uh, yeah I found you online and um, so you're a blogger uh, you've been doing this for quite some time now I think yeah. even the beginning. before moving to Switzerland or? yeah it was before moving the uh, to Switzerland it was kind of a, kind of a diary for me, mm-hmm. you know, day-to-day life or something like that. But then after uh, moving to Switzerland, it has become a 
uh, really travel blog focusing mm-hmm. on traveling in Switzerland. So. Mm-hmm. so what what is it focused on? Who are then some of your readers, some of your viewers, some of your followers? So <laughs> uh, it's, it's your big passion. So my big passion, that. yeah. Um, when we moved here, you know, the, the country is really beautiful, and we have decided to get to know the most of it. You know, all all the parts and um, uh, to to travel as much as we can. It, you know, it was before uh, ice hockey. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say we had uh, plenty of free time or more free time uh, before than than now. But uh, you know, my audience are families, or I would like I I I write my blog for families with kids who would like to travel and explore Switzerland and um, travel to places that are family friendly and so that, that um, it's my audience and I'm mostly focusing because we live near Bern and uh, it's uh, one hour to Bernese Alps <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm uh, focusing more on the uh, Bern area or Bernese Oberland area uh, so on my blog people can find lots of uh, hiking tips uh, mm-hmm. and with this kit I can uh, tell them if the path is suitable for a stroller or not uh, if it's difficult and, and if there's a restaurant or playground for kids so mm-hmm. it's really kind of family-friendly travel, Swiss travel block. <laughs> well, but you've already been cooperating with some local travel websites mm-hmm. and agencies. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's uh, the second part of my blogging. Because, because of my blog, I, I uh, was able to make some connections uh, to uh, tourist agencies. Uh, so from time to time, I can cooperate with them. Uh, uh, for example, uh, with uh, Ticino Turismo or... Um, Heideland or now uh, the Transport Museum in Luzern. So mm-hmm. when they really want to promote their uh, agenda or their um, region or something like that, so from time to time I got an invitation from them and I can spend a weekend with the family in the area and then write about it on the blog and my mm-hmm. readers can find it there. And yeah, it's a great help uh, for the uh, for the region to have kind of influencer there. Mm-hmm. And we promote each other, let's say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm I'm uh, working with Wander Magazine Schweiz. It's a yep. magazine uh, focused on hiking in Switzerland. So uh, I'm a part of their uh, social media team. So that means um, I have I um, put pictures on Instagram. So and I promote a few stuff from their uh, online shop. So. It's nice, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I mean, you obviously, I mean, it's taken it's taken a good time to establish yourself here, and uh, yeah, I mean, what you've yeah. invested, I mean, you can harvest now. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when 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 I'm uh, when I miss my HR job, I can say okay, but I now have a kind of part time job that I like. Also, it's not mm. as bad. It's pretty fun, and uh, I like it as well. You yeah. know, so. Yeah, 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 and, and, yeah, yeah that, that, that's nice. Congratulations on that. <laughs> no, it's really nice. I mean, you can definitely, um, you can see that it is your passion. Yeah. And definitely. I can totally understand. I mean, I like hiking and it's something that me coming from sort of a flat region that I like very much, but uh, I'm just so fascinated. Mm-hmm. And some of the Swiss are just like, oh, it's just mountains. And <laughs> time I'm there, I'm thinking, oh, it's great. And I, I really miss that. And I'm I'm looking forward to some sort of late summer hikes now. Um, and maybe I'll check some of your some of your blog posts <laughs> for that. There are plenty of tips, so you will find something, I think. Great. 
Going back to being, and I don't want to define you with that term, but, you know, being this sort of stay-at-home expert wife, expert mom um, with your sort of daily agenda, um, have you ever come across some kind of negative comments that, you know, you're just the one who, you know, you're you're like, you've, you just followed your husband and don't you want to go back to work? I mean, I think that, you know, being a stay-at-home mom has its challenges and once you're at a gathering and you know what is it what do you do i mean oh well i'm stay-at-home mom oh oh you're just oh, so you just take care of the kids you know well you're not working no <laughs> your husband is paying everything okay <laughs> okay so so how about that yeah it was difficult i i i don't get these comments uh as often as before now so uh it was at the beginning or it was at the age of when our youngest one was about three years old you know because in the czech republic it's quite common that at three years old kids go to kindergarten and uh, the mom starts working again mm -hmm. so uh, but after I, being home full time for three years usually right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So again yeah. there's this difference but there's, a, there's a moment everyone asks you know what mm -hmm. are you going to do now you are not working why you could and uh, it was pretty difficult to answer all those questions and all those hints and uh, i have to say they came uh, from the czech side you know mm -hmm. because our uh, relatives were used to or female relatives mm -hmm. <laughs> and friends uh, are used to this uh, system let uh, mm -hmm. the kids go there and you start full-time working and your full-time job and those hints were yeah it, it was not 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 easy to answer mm -hmm. Just to say, okay, but it's our uh, it's our decision, and uh, I would go to work only to pay the daycare for our kids, and I would have to also to find someone who would bring our kids to ice hockey practices and uh, do all the logistics, you know. So that's why it's for me or for us as a family much easier that I stay at home and do all this stuff myself, and and I see our kids growing up, you know. Mm -hmm. So. My, my one has to defend herself but did you have that feeling that you had to sort of like defend that decision yeah definitely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was like that and um uh it, it hurts sometimes you know when and something someone says this mm -hmm. hints and yeah yeah because it, there is a lot of work that you're doing right I yeah mean, it's not only they, they, the, they don't the see household, everything yeah mm -hmm. yeah and uh when i come uh, go back to my blogging you know one uh, uh, doesn't see how much works be behind writing mm -hmm. one blog post in free like winges and mm -hmm. then share it all over the social media and you know creating content and it's mm -hmm. really a kind of part-time job you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. but uh, everyone sees only that i'm behind the computer uh, i'm at home easy peasy <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's probably not going to change. You know, people mm -hmm. are going to have um, these sort of schemes, and maybe now with the pandemic being slowly over, but what we had to go through with home office and mm -hmm. taking care of kids and you know juggling all that, maybe some people have understood that uh, no, it's not. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not that you're just at home, right? Especially when your children are very very small, but mm -hmm. even when they they grow up and yeah, they got to go to school and then to practice and so on. Yeah, well, thanks for. Sharing this because I think uh, it's also quite brave because um, there are some women who have the feeling that they cannot even say that right mm -hmm. and uh, that the fact that you have uh, and they actually want to be at home mm -hmm. and um, they have the feeling they really have to defend it and they don't want to be confronted with all those weird questions so I think it's 
cool that after those years that you had to go through that, uh, you're at the sta stage or at this point that you're thinking it's actually super. I mean, you you're loving it. Yeah, I am. And maybe uh, I just wanted to mention uh, one question, uh, another question that I got very often uh, when I said that I would have to pay or we would have to pay for all this daycare and, you know, the other people. But the, the answer was, but you can afford it, <laughs> can't you? Uh, your, your, your husband's salary is pretty big. You live in Switzerland, you know, you would earn much money so you can uh, afford it. Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody who's been living here knows that it's not as uh, easy peasy. Uh, yeah, with yeah, that. The, the, cost, the, the cost of living are totally different, like in the Czech Republic. So they can't yeah. even imagine how it, it is to yeah. uh, have everything, um, arrange everything, and pay everything from one salary. So yeah, when yeah. My, only my husband is a breadwinner in the family. Mm. So mm. it's not easy. Well, it's 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 nice to know that it it works for you like this. Mm. And um, right, uh, anything else? that you'd like to add perhaps mm -hmm. what are some of your plans with your blog uh yeah maybe there will be uh, one cooperation with another tourist agency so nice. uh, we are going to spend one weekend in uh, graubinden mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm looking forward to that uh, maybe one thing i didn't mention this is uh, for maybe for your czech audience that i'm mm -hmm. also um having my own podcast <laughs> yes yes I, i didn't mention that i not because i forgot but i didn't know whether that would be relevant but yes you do also uh, record a podcast So, so uh, but it's in Czech, Czech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Czech and I was very, well. very honored to be your first guest yeah. <laughs> in your in your interviews. Uh, it, was, it was nice. Yeah, you. thank you very much for having <laughs> me. What is it about? It, it was uh, kind of about, about living in Switzerland. What people don't know before moving to Switzerland, you know, that they they want. Uh, read uh, or find such things uh, in tourist guides you know this um peculiarities sometimes yeah. right like <laughs> exactly yeah. i want yeah. to say i wanted to say genau genau <laughs> yes <laughs> yes genau that's it <laughs> So it's uh, about living in Switzerland, and I would like I, I like to tell people about uh, Swiss, uh, for example, uh, Swiss cuisine or Swiss uh, sports or uh, you know, po uh, popular sports. I mean, and everything connected with uh, Swiss uh, celebrations, or, uh, for example, Swiss National Day and all this stuff. And I think it, my podcast can also help, uh, for example, to uh, students uh, mm -hmm. learn geography. So I would like to give them these kind of information they uh, won't find in books so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it's definitely definitely interesting and some of the interviews i mean i've uh, listened also to interviews. are mm -hmm. lots of lots of interesting people who are somehow connected to switzerland or are living here or have lived here and moved then so yeah definitely for the czech audience for those of you <laughs> who understand that language that is yeah. definitely valid is there anything that you that you don't like about Not switzerland about switzerland well <laughs> before we before we call it a day you know um, i mean you're entitled to like one thing <laughs> no no of course i mean it's a normal process right is there anything that you just that bothers you sometimes swiss people <laughs> They're pretty nice, you know, but um, uh, everything take, takes time, you know, here <laughs> in Switzerland uh, before they can open to you, you yeah. know, they have to uh, get to know you. And um, what I miss from the Czech Republic uh, is um, Czech hum kind of sense of humor. It's mm. totally different here. And um, I would say Swiss people uh, don't understand the Czech <laughs> sense of humor. 
and also well, in general, uh, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, and <laughs> uh, they are not so spontaneous like the Czechs, I would say. You know, they they have to have everything planned before, and mm-hmm. uh, making a uh, spontaneous decision or impromptu decision, it's like uh, a terrible it's thing. No-go. No go for them. Yeah, I know it from my experience. Uh, we, we we wanted to organize an ice hockey tournament in um, Czechia, and it was before Corona, <laughs> but uh, it was supposed to take place. Uh, I mean, in April, I think in April. Mm-hmm. But uh, already in October or September, they wanted to know everything. I mean, everything. The day-to-day plan um, divided into hours. Uh, trainings, etc., visits, where, <laughs> who makes it. And it was absolutely, mm. wow. <laughs> the, the, Czech, the Czech side was only uh, looking at, at them and, ah. Uh? <laughs> so <laughs> it was not easy. Uh, so I, I would mention this and there's, there isn't anything else I would say. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, and I've got very, you know, a uh, f- few Swiss friends who would say the same. They say the country's great. Sometimes just the people, you know, <laughs> are annoying, but it's, I mean, that's the way, that's, that's the way they are, right? And in, yeah. in, in a way, it is, it has its own sort of sweetness to it. Yeah. And uh, they I are absolutely... somehow like then sort of surprised that some something can be done spontaneously. Then they are so excited about it. And they say, wow, this is great. And I'm like, <laughs> you, you can just, you know, just enjoy life a bit more. But, uh, yeah. but it's, 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 it's not all of them. I mean, we don't want to generalize. It's just. Yeah, uh, it's sometimes sometimes uh, there are lots of cliches. Yes. Switzerland and Swiss people. But uh, what I absolutely love is how efficient they are. Yeah. I mean. And, yeah, it becomes uh, hand, hand, in da- hand in hand with planning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I am that kind of person too. I, I yeah. uh, For example, I hate being late, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's absolutely perfect here from this yeah, side. Yeah, it is. This it point is, of yeah. view. Yeah. So it's good. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. I think it's, uh, we never mean, you know, like it's, it's also the thing that exactly I can connect to the, to, to this, what you mentioned, to this Czech humor and all the people I've met from Czechia or let's say Slovakia or so, so that region, we don't seem to take take ourselves too seriously. You know, like there is, yeah. Yeah, one moment, there's a coffee machine in the background. <laughs> no problem, no problem. It's, I don't dude, hear we already you. Had, we already had kids screaming, you know, with another guest. So that's okay. okay. It's just last few words. It's just, yeah, people don't, I, I have the feeling that people here take everything seriously. Like you say something that you don't, you don't, you know, you just, just, you mean it's it. just a, blab and then they're like wow and is it really serious is it no, no i mean don't worry about it too much mm-hmm. but that's the way they are so that's it's yeah. and you know something it, it fits them for us mm-hmm. we don't understand how they can take everything seriously they don't understand why we should be sort of like so self-ironic like this <laughs> so that's um that's the way but it, yeah I, I can completely relate to that and i think some of our listeners too <laughs> And uh, I think many people also would say that uh, the language is difficult, di- dialect. You know, everyone is speaking dialect and uh, sometimes they are not willing to switch uh, mm-hmm. uh, to high German or English. But I, I would say it's a cliche, you know. Uh, I think it's a complete even, cliche. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've even had here, troubles. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. <laughs> even here in the rural area, uh, everyone is willing to uh, switch to high German. And mm-hmm. I know that for them it's also a kind of second lan- language. You know, but but they are willing to and they are helpful uh, when you don't understand. They are trying to help you, and you know. So exactly, I, I think it's nice. Uh, it's no, a I've kind had of cliche. 
letting them or like you know making them switch making them not switch mm-hmm. i was like well just like, like speak swiss german to me i understand it but then this 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 politeness um, mm-hmm. that comes from uh, the fact that yeah some like some of the french speaking swiss don't understand dialects so they would they would be so trained um that mm-hmm. is for, for that and it's actually quite nice so it's um i think that's the politeness and kindness that that shows there so i have i've actually never really met any swiss person who would be uh only speaking the dialect to people and you know forcing them to learn it mm-hmm. there stems my and another weird question is like why don't you codify your dialect like it would be actually very nice that you would call mm-hmm. this your native language like why don't mm-hmm. you have it but that's it comes from the history and um i don't think that that's ever going to happen because then they start yeah but like should it be like the zurich dialect or should it be like bernese and it should not be like we should not oppress the other ones mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. yeah and so that's and um, then comes then comes the canton geistly <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so Different cantons, and uh, yeah, who should be the leader? And uh, no, yeah. then no, mm-hmm. no. Thank Lovely, you. right? Well, I think that uh, we have covered all topics. I think. We've covered all the topics, <laughs> unless there is anything else that you just want to shout out. You know, before <laughs> no, before <we> <laughs> just. I don't know. Really, it was nice to talk to you, and yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining me and uh, and our listeners on Xlander. You can listen to this episode, as I said, to, on all possible and available podcast platforms. You can also follow Hanka on her Instagram account, and it's our Swiss experience. I'll mention it. I mean, put it down to the description. Um, also on Facebook. Yeah. Right. And also on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, right. <laughs> but you're not that active on TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah. Much, much time. Much more active on Instagram. Yeah. I love yeah. This okay. Part. So Instagram would be the main. And my blog, of course. And of course, your blog. Yeah. So you post in Czech, German, and English. So yeah. it is very international. So it's mm-hmm. not exclusive then to the Czech community. No. Yeah. So our Swiss experience, and that's Hanka from that blog. Thank you Thank for you, being a Eva. part of Xlender. Thank you, Eva. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye.